Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, February 25th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Javier Mendoza has spent the last couple of decades writing rock music that reflects two cultures. The artist, also known as Hobo Kane, performs in English and Spanish. The fact that I have, I don't know, 15 plus albums and I'm still doing it. And I mean, honestly, I think that's why El Jardín is such an important album because, you know, you get to a point where you go, man, can I write another? In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis talks to Mendoza about his career and influences. More Missouri residents are about to be eligible for the coronavirus vaccine. Governor Mike Parson says there will be an announcement today on moving forward with the state's vaccination efforts. He says teachers will likely be moved up, adding, quote, they'll be able to get a vaccine pretty shortly. Teachers are not part of the group currently eligible for the shots in Missouri, but they are in other states. Parson hinted at the eligibility expansion announcement in comments yesterday to the Kansas City Star and Fox 4 Kansas City. An immigrant is now reunited with his family after leaving sanctuary in a Maplewood church. Alex Garcia was avoiding deportation by staying in the church for three and a half years. St. Louis Public Radio's Kayla Drake reports Garcia's lawyers say federal authorities should leave immigrant families in peace. One week after President Joe Biden made it clear that immigrant families are not a threat, Alex Garcia walked out of Christ Church in Maplewood to loud cheers. I am no longer priority of deportation. Federal authorities will stop pursuing families and instead concentrate on deporting violent offenders. That means Garcia, who's from Honduras, can return to his wife and five kids. Nicole Cortez is Garcia's attorney. She's trying to help him win permanent residency. Justice will come for Alex when he can live without fear. When his wife and those beautiful kids can trust that their government won't take Alex away. Cortez plans to apply for a stay of deportation next. I'm Kayla Drake, St. Louis Public Radio. The Missouri House has passed legislation that would require voters to show a valid photo ID to cast a ballot. Anyone without a photo ID would be able to cast a provisional ballot and then return with proper identification. Election workers could also examine the voter's signature if it's on file. Representative Kevin Windham, a Democrat from Hillsdale, is among those who oppose the measure. Matters like this, not just photo voter ID, have a long lineage of coming from voter disenfranchisement. The state Supreme Court struck down a similar law last year. This bill now heads to the Senate. Ag tech company Benson Hill is expanding again. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports investors are helping the company construct a crop research facility near its new headquarters in the 39 North Ag Tech Innovation District. Lagomage Capital has been investing in Benson Hill for years. Now the St. Louis venture capital firm is partnering with it on a crop accelerator. It's contributing more than $20 million to the project. The goal is to more quickly grow and test plants that are packed with protein. Felix Williams, founder and managing director of the firm, says it's unusual to invest directly into a research facility, but he hopes it drives more innovation at Benson Hill. We believe that entrepreneurialism and technology hold the keys to solving many of today's biggest challenges, and we also believe in in thinking outside the box. 
Um, and that's where this facility comes in. The nearly 50,000 square foot research facility is expected to open later this year. I'm Corinne Reff, St. Louis Public Radio. Rock artist Javier Mendoza, who performs as Hobo Crane, has long had two loves. He's written songs for some of the biggest Spanish-speaking stars, including Ricky Martin and Enrique Iglesias. But he has poured his heart into rock. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, Mendoza draws on his experiences from both cultures. A few years ago, Javier Mendoza lost his father. He and his wife also welcomed a son. Experiencing grief, joy, and anxiety made him think a lot about his life and inspired him to write new songs that explore his changing reality as someone of different places and cultures. When you're younger and people close to you die, you still are looking at life kind of like forward. But when you're my, you know, you get to your 40s, somebody dies, you, you kind of look at death a little closer, you know? It just, it's just, it just happens. Uh, and then the birth of a child, so it just kind of screwed me up. Mendoza responded the best way you could with music. Hold On To Nothing is a song that speaks to those words. It's a track off of his 2019 album El Hadin a rock album in English and Spanish that reflects his multicultural background. Mendoza grew up with a Spanish mother and a Mexican-American father and lived in Atlanta, Washington, D.C., Spain, and Germany. He touches on his anxieties, personal growth, love, and overcoming obstacles. Hope has been the focus of his music. His career reached a turning point two decades ago when he went to Spain and recorded Beautiful, a song and album that boosted his musical career. When Mendoza's wife got a job in Nashville in 2013, he moved with her. He used it as a fresh start to perform under Hobo Kane, inspired by his frequent travels and his mother's maiden name of Kanyas. But he stuck to his style as a rocker. St. Louis is a, a city, not the world. So I thought going to Nashville would be an opportunity to try something new. And that's where I decided, hey, why not change even the name to create uh different persona, same music. Mendoza's interest in music goes way back. He credits his family with inspiring him to dream about a music career. He learned guitar from his brother, who played songs by James Taylor, Led Zeppelin, and Pink Floyd. Mendoza's music draws from the rock artists and albums he grew up on, but it's also inspired by the language and rhythms he heard on mariachi and flamenco recordings. That's Esahora off of El Hadin. It means this is now and is a song about being in the present. Mendoza says he wanted to fully express his identity and reality on the album. Uh, I think it was, I mean, I wouldn't say it's accidental. I always, I really wanted to make sure that this album included my, my, two, my two languages and, and culture. But I also write that way. Over the last year, his focus has been on helping musicians like himself who have been negatively impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. Last year, he released the instrumental song Respiro. It means breathe in Spanish and includes contributions from 23 artists around the globe. He 
sold the song and raised $9,000 for musicians around the world. He considers it one of his greatest accomplishments, along with still being able to find new ways to perfect his sound. The fact that I've been able to, that I have, I don't know, 15 plus albums, uh, and I'm still doing it. And I mean, honestly, I think that's why El Jardín is such an important album, because you, know, you get to a point where you go, man, can I write another? And I, and I wrote that one. He hopes he can release an album of Spanish songs later this year. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Mendoza will perform at the Kranzberg Open Air Series concert Saturday. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.